Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Crushed by my cartoonishly large debt. <laughs> okay, I can I, I can see I can see a, a dystopian capitalist future in which I'm crushed by my by the analogy of my entire debt. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a title given to us by Biscanator Starch Fate. Thank you, Connor with a No. Connor with a No on Twitter. <laughs> you you know that name. Um, so you could probably tell by the title. We're doing obviously. Well, you say you say it along with us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at home, uh, so three, two, one. Exactly, it's animation crossed with live action. Yes, movies. Those movies. Yeah. So like Space Jam, Osmosis Jones, yep. Mary Poppins. Yep. Those ones. Page Master. Um, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Space Jam. Space Jam, I think I mentioned oh, earlier. Maybe. maybe, if I haven't. No, I mean, sorry, it. you said Space Jam. Yeah. I said Space Jam. Space, comma, jam. Yeah, the the what the new one that's coming out soon. Ah, right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so it's just us again. Yes. This week. Just, just us. Just us and a, and a little little spaceman that's, yeah. that's appearing over Matt's shoulder. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, everyone. I'm a little spaceman. I've come down from Mars. <laughs> oh, and he's gone. Oh, and he's gone. Oh. It, was, it was that. It was, maybe he'll return later oh, on in the yeah. episode. Well, you know, I think I think your uh, your your violent stare and and clear hatred of him scared him away. Till I'm I'm clutching at straws for his return later <laughs> on. Um, so, shall we get on with some honourable mentions? Let's get on with some honourable, honourable ca- cartoonish mentions. Honourable cartoonish Anim- mentions. Anim- animation. No, doesn't matter. Honourable animations. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so, this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more titles people have given us and pitch those movies as well before the main feature pitch from Biscayne Starch Fate, which is crushed by my cartoonishly large debt. You can think about these ones as the uh, the various cartoon characters that have their own cartoons before they are amalgamated into a single into a single film featuring a live action personality, sometimes a professional sportsman. <laughs> there we go. More often than not <laughs> a professional sportsman. Suspiciously often I would say. <laughs> We've really, I think we've got to be asking the NBA some questions. <laughs> what deal with the devil did these people sign? <laughs> to, make, to, to make it so that they give up one of their highest profile, um, one of the highest profile players every, every decade or so. Yeah. Uh, every, every couple of decades to, to send them to battle in, in a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and... It's a documentary. That's what we're not. Me- that's what we're not made aware of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so from Ross Originals, we've got draw your own friends. Draw your own friends. I I do like this. Um, I wonder if we do this as a kind of um, the birth of a gra- of a grand animator sort of situation, right? Like where okay. it is it is like a, a fantasized version of a, of, a, of a Walt Disney origin story sort of thing. <laughs> Where a lonely okay. man is lonely and is in his and he's work 
or like someone someone is lonely working in a lighthouse and they are <laughs> constantly lonely and then they 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 get so lonely because they they haven't seen a person for like you know uh, mm. three years that they start drawing their own friends and they come up with all these plot lines and stuff and then they have that kind of wholesale to deliver to a to, to a thing or someone discovers them i i, I think i think the biopic or, or the sort of old man approach yeah. is not very marketable i mean yeah unless it's unless we attach it to like winnie the pooh yeah at yeah. which point it, We've just it's got literally the... made, yeah. made. Yeah. Um... <laughs> just, just watch that just watch the uh, the film about a Milne yeah. um, it's go... tedious yeah <laughs> or like Paddington so I, don't I don't know is Paddington um, about Paddington's the guy not about Paddington? the guy who wrote Paddington no, no it's not it's... I've seen Paddington I couldn't tell you what it was about Paddington 2 now that now that's a movie <laughs> I am not joking. The thing is, I really enjoyed the first one. I've not seen the second one. <laughs> Tom, the second one is... Uh, I've only seen a little bit of the first one. The yeah. second one is full of love and life. Yeah. it's it's From the first one, I remember it being quite an earnest... You know how the like, first one, though, is about, oh, Dad doesn't want to keep him, or oh, the family yeah. are each other's throats. This is going from the basis that everyone loves Paddington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it starts off wholesome and it ends wholesome and it's wholesome all the way through. But there is a villain and it is so much fun. Oh wow! Well. Um, but yeah, what I think we should do yeah. is uh, this is a kids movie. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's about a kid who's moved to a new town. All right. Doesn't have any friends. Uh-huh. Uh He's sort of treated as an outsider. Yeah. Um, but he's like an aspiring cartoonist. Okay, yeah. Um, and just draws draws these uh, adventurers and draws these. Oh, I tell you what. Characters. Okay, so um, maybe we have a kid who is like immunocompromised. Oh, right? okay. So they have to stay inside during class. Yeah. They can't go out into the into the playground and stuff. Yeah. Um, they have to sort of like be very aware of who's. Um, who's sitting next to them and, and they have to be away from everyone else but they can mm. still attend class but it's just like don't get close to other kids right yeah. uh, so it's kind of like a, you know a, a, a bubble wrap kid you know who's kind of a bubble child who's kind of like not really allowed to make friends mm. but they watch the other kids and draw adventures that they have when they leave. They take snippets of conversations that the other kids are having and they draw the adventures they get up to extrapolated from those conversations. That's fucking adorable. It would be pretty That's, fun. Yeah. Uh, like, my original thought was like, he's like a bullied kid yeah. who then draws his own friends who come alive yeah. to help him beat the bullies. Yeah. But... I think the fact that it, it goes on like a Mary Poppins journey, turning the other kids into essentially like superheroes or or, or pirates or whatever, they they go on special adventures. Yeah, so so like he's not being bullied. The kids just don't know him. Yeah, he doesn't know the kids. Yeah, but through through sort of watching them outside, drawing them, yeah, and then going into these worlds into the world like uh, like the them, chalk yeah. and or the bowl in Mary Poppins. Yeah. And going on these adventures yeah. with them, he he gains friends and sort of like a like a social and I, uh, thing with them. And I think that we have a a, a darkest moment, right? So he's, he's he's done this. We we have gone into already into the one where they're all pirates. Yeah. Like the kids are like, and then he stole the ball, and we had to go and get it back because mm. or and the ball went like and it and it sunk, 
and we had to go and get it back uh, and, and so we couldn't tell anyone so we had to sneak through and that sort of thing and he starts drawing this like heist right of like and what they're talking about is like the ball went over the hedge into the vicar's garden yeah. and uh like um and 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 went under underwater or whatever or got caught under a net that keeps the birds off the koi yeah. and they had to sneak in and go and get it back and yeah. all that kind of thing but they that's a very mundane thing that they had to do but he's drawing it like this this uh, there's guards everywhere and there's they are like all dressed in black and they're sneaking under stuff and they've there's these cartoonized versions of all the kids mm. um and then he's making all these things and then he kind of tries to talk to them as if those things were real mm. and they look at him funny like yeah. that's not what's like, happened oh, right? and, and he's like, oh no what? like like his one what? chance at social yeah is, is is broken right and that's the kind of darkest point of this yeah yeah um, well, that and that and he throws all the cartoons in the bin exactly and then of course someone finds them someone and, finds yeah. them and then they start acting them out yeah in the classroom where he's allowed to be and he, yes. he makes friends that way exactly yeah exactly like they they don't know who's done it but they start like going oh look, that's you oh look oh, i'm a pirate ah, yeah, swinging yeah. off a swinging off a thing and like swinging over the, across the door and like um sort of uh pretending that they're a swashbuckler and then someone yeah. else has like got a jumper over their head pretending to be a little ninja and um uh and they kind of get to the end of the book and it's got like you know his name and stuff and then they all look around and and, and then, then they're friends yeah and that's that movie that is that movie we're flying <laughs> through them this way. just done done next one next that's, one come that's, on that's a fucking tearjerker <laughs> <laughs> just another one <laughs> off to the printers yeah. there we go oh my god we probably should have elaborated more on that because it's a really good idea but I just I, I just think that's a pretty good a nugget of good yeah. narrative I'm sorry, listeners, if we didn't make that funny enough, but I think that's just a nugget of good narrative. It's, it's just a little, little nice, heartwarming thing. Yeah, we've not got many of them. We'll but, we'll, uh, pu- we'll put it in next to the weird Johnny Bravo <laughs> road trip <laughs> that's coming up next. <laughs> yeah, we record these out of order. <laughs> <laughs> you editing it so it's like this and then the Johnny Bravo trip. we'll explain that one right now <laughs> alright so from all the webs of stage we've got to give grandma the rock <laughs> okay alright now, is this The Rock as in Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Johnson? I mean, it could be. Yeah. I kind of like the idea that... Um, uh, the, the the idea that Grandma loves Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right? <laughs> but... Like, you go... Like, picture this. You go around to your grandma's house. Yeah. And instead of family photos and photos of you... Yeah. It's just print-offs of Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ev- everywhere. Of... And she's, you know, she's... There's like commemorative plates of Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> on the plate shelf she's for get- some reason. She's getting on in years. Yeah. And um, she's going a little bit batty and um, starting to, you know, forget her family members. Yeah. But remembering all the love she has for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. She's a big wrestling fan. She loves watching all, all his old Smackdowns mm. uh, and uh, and that sort of thing. 
absolutely loves him and this family are like we want her to be happy but we don't know what to do and we can't just get Dwayne the Rock Johnson and I think at some point they like create a little show of an animated Dwayne the Rock Johnson or um, it's kind of like a Black Mirror episode Okay. Um, where that they put these sort of Google Glasses things on. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's a augmented reality. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bit... They put VR goggles on her, and everyone is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's like a because we've got to have animation in there. Yeah. It's just it's a cartoon version of, of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's just Johnny Bravo because the app company that built it low, very low budget. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a cartoon akin to Johnny Bravo. Okay. Um, in fact, I think they mis misheard what the people said and just like, oh yeah, we've made Johnny Bravo. So it was like, hey, mama. It's me, Johnny Bravo. Hey, grandma. Hey, grandma. <laughs> what are you up to? And, he, and she's like, oh, hello, Dwayne. <laughs> How are you? You don't look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Who's that? <laughs> I can't remember anything about Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Apart from he kind of sounds like Elvis. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much his entire <laughs> defining character feature. And women hate him. Yeah. That's it. Yep, that's that's about it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think... <laughs> I think at this point, I think, because Johnny Bravo... this This Johnny Bravo-like character, yeah. I think, uh, is a bit of a troublemaker... <laughs> It's a it's AI. Mm. It's going. It's it's a it's an AI film in which the AI goes rogue. Can you believe it? <laughs> Can you believe it? It's a, it's it's a Terminator film, hiding in amongst an animated uh, animated live action crossover. I have an idea that I think can complement this. Okay. Grandma doesn't have pictures of Dwayne the Rock Johnson everywhere in her house. Yeah. She just tells the family that what she wants is the rock. Okay. Right? Yeah. So they get her this VR thing with the Johnny Bravo that is going to pretend to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. They get, but but first, before they've done that, they get her, they, she's got, they go around, right? Mm. And it's, um, uh, let's say, um, Finn Wolfhard, whatever, yeah. right? And he gets taken for the first time to his grandma, because the family don't have him go and see her very often, yeah. because for obvious reasons, it's quite distressing to see her in this state. Yeah. She, all she says is, have you brought the rock? <laughs> um, and they don't understand what that means. Yeah, yeah. So she's got, so when Whitfin Wolfhard first goes in, she's basically got piles and piles of different stones all <laughs> over the room, right? Yeah. As people, when she's asked everyone for the rock, they've all brought her a rock, right? And then I think I know where this is going. What, where do you think it's going? I'm going to say Blackpool. No. No. What I was thinking is they find out through her interactions with this weird rogue AI. Yeah. And because she starts treating it as a friend. Because yeah. it starts um, uh, like... It, it, it's like, I guess the family go and try and fix this or, or, or they're, all, they're on the phones trying to see how they can get this headset off her, yeah. right? Um, because it's like clamped down and the, the rogue is, is going to take starting to take over. Um, Finn Wolfhard left alone. He's listening to her stories and stuff and listening to her talking to The Rock and he's kind of getting featured in her imagination. Yeah. Turns out she used to be an absolute killer guitar player. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. She used to bring the rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you brought the rock? <laughs> she was the one who used to bring the rock. I love how the family are completely unaware no, of No, they didn't know any of any part of this particular part of her life. Yeah. Like, before she settled down and was a mum, mm. she was on tour all the time. And she, she never brought it up. Exactly. She wanted yeah. to di- differentiate that part, but she misses it. Mm. And so, like... We find out that like she's she's like Fimblepod recognizes she's going like <laughs> like with her fingers <laughs> in midair it up like fucking Eddie Vedder yeah in midair yeah. and 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 Finn's like Fimblepod is like a he's he's been learning guitar really simply but like he didn't know that she it's kind of like Mama Coco um, yeah yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> in it, a is, way. it is very much Coco yeah except that Coco with, Mama with, Coco didn't really play guitar with, with less steps <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is important to this point. Coco, uh, Coco with less steps. Because it's an and, honorable mention. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and a rogue AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, who at one point encourages us to steal. Yeah. Like, um, just but, steal things. <laughs> but here's the thing. Finn Wolfhard knows that the way to get her out of there is to... So, like, she's activated this Johnny Bravo character, right? <laughs> to who is who is kind of like, who's kind of got her locked in there, and only she can turn it off, yeah. right? But she's started. It's like being on a nineteen ninety nine computer. Yeah. Like programs have activated, and she doesn't know how to get out of them because it's only a person who's competent with computers who can press the big the red X, right? Yeah. Um, and so he's started this music program is like rock band but you can only get to the end if you like have the full band around so they all have to put on headsets like um uh and you know in the meantime someone's been like there's someone trying to foreclose on grandma's house yeah uh, and all that kind of stuff and then what they have to do is convince dad who was going to try to get to sell off the house to put her in a home Mm. They have to convince him to get in on it to play drums, yep. and and they all the whole family the whole joins family. in with her story and 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 kind of becomes a part of her life again. That's cool. That's cool. I, I thought I thought we'd we'd sort of go to Blackpool and get her some rock that she tried as a child <laughs> and really enjoyed. But that, that's... I mean, she probably rocked Blackpool at the time. Yeah, and I mean, we could have that in there. <laughs> yeah. We could probably throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Bravo tells us to steal <laughs> some rock. I love a road. I love a road trip. He's like. Have you the rock and they're like does she mean Blackpool rock let's, it's kind of Blackpool it's in the last yeah and so they're in the back of the van like the whole family's in the van like um, Little Miss Sunshine yeah and like, <laughs> <laughs> and, mean, and meanwhile like Finn Wolfhard's already got his headset on Johnny Bravo's hopping doing that thing outside the window where like he's hopping from lamppost to lamppost on the, on the, on the side of the road like yeah it's, it's like playing a video game yeah. like a Mario run or yeah. something like, Johnny just... Bravo's like you're not a you're not gonna get away from me <laughs> <laughs> and um i think i think we hide it where where some uh where some like van halen comes on on the radio and she's tapping away like yes yeah yeah there's little clues yeah and sort of humming along quite silently but, uh-huh. so, but no one's listening because they're all arguing because they all hate each other yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. a modern family yeah uh <laughs> that can't communicate yep and uh, Finn Wolfhard picks up, huh. just just clocks it. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, that was uh, give Grandma the <laughs> give rock. Give Grandma the rock. I think that's that's about right, really. I think we probably we could probably afford to get uh, an animated version of Gene Simmons if you want. 
Yeah. Because he's quite a cartoonish character. And yeah. he, I think he I, works for cheap. So I'm pretty sure he's been in cartoons as Gene Simmons yeah. before. Yes, he has. Uh, and, you know, he sang God Gave Rock and Roll to You, that sort of thing. He's, yeah. he's one of those... He's in. He was in one of those bankrupt bands, creatively bankrupt bands that um, said rock and roll a lot, but didn't make a lot of it. Yeah. No, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, if, you're the, gonna make a lot of people angry yeah, by I don't saying care. that, but I think I think you're telling the truth. Listen, I'm right, and I should say it. The the <laughs> the, the, the the crossover between bands that say rock a lot, uh, the graph. The more a band says rock, the less rock they actually do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The beauty of a non-linear editing (laughs) program. All right, so those were all our honourable animations. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. We had loads uh, this week from from everyone on on Twitter, everyone on, on Facebook. Thank you for that. Uh, remember to just share the podcast where you can share the page on on facebook uh share uh retweet on on twitter i think that's how it's said and just and and more so than just retweeting our things because that's great for visibility mm. telling your friends by word of mouth and just being honest yeah. like you don't have to make it sound like the perfect podcast you just have to if you think they'll like it tell them about it and say that you have enjoyed it and that, like that, that those are the ones that really matter because they have um a personality to them and they 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 are part of you and and, and that sort of thing and you are the best salesperson for this podcast uh, because like you actually are listening to it yeah that's right you james on the bus <laughs> and you peter uh fishing at iceland fishing at iceland getting fish out of the freezer at iceland <laughs> margaret walking down the street that's right margaret Yes, someone in someone listens to our podcast who's called Margaret. Yes, <laughs> take that mask off, Margaret, and shout, "I love the Life's a Pitch podcast." And you, Graham, about to kill the president. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put that gun down. <laughs> Stop, and say <laughs> that all you wanted was an end to the Life's a Pitch podcast. <laughs> I love how I love how this guy treated it as like catcher in the rye. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so we now move on to our final major pitch, which is from Biscanator Starch Fate on Twitter. Yes. At Connor with an O. Crushed by my cartoonishly large debt. I love this so much. The the idea that like I think in this, right, we're gonna play with the idea of the cartoon as imagery right Mm. in in a real life space yeah and i think the way we're going to do that is that we have it basically be a real life story Mm. i'm I'm thinking about like up you know that kind of like i've got this house i'm 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 they're like i am in debt yeah you know i am uh and i don't i've got no like proper structure for the story yet but like it is this inflating thing that keeps coming out of either my head or out of like the side of like my house and yeah. then at some point we manifest that and it, it it starts getting so heavy that it starts breaking things it's a kaiju yeah <laughs> yes it's a kaiju imagine like a a big 
deflated hot air balloon. Yeah. Right? All just flumping around on the ground, <clears throat> right? And it starts from a, like, a tiny little piggy bank, mm. right? And you um and 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 this this like kid puts money in into this piggy bank and then someone comes and says you know you've got to you, you if you want to you know ace your german exam you're gonna have to come to germany yeah right and they're like oh, i guess i'll use all the money in my piggy bank to go to germany and then um or, or whatever it is right you if you if you want you're gonna have to buy your own hockey gear yeah for, for the hockey game right and um or, or what have you and this kid like uses it smashes it like because they're they're from a poor family Mm. this keeps happening until they're out of money and at at which point they don't smash the pig it's just like it's just this kind of they take it out of the bottom okay and then the next time they come and they think it's empty they shake it because they've shaken it every time to see if there's anything in there and they're expecting nothing and they're, they're like Look, I've got nothing in here. I can't afford to pay for this next thing that we that we need to do to live my life. Yeah. A little red sort of plastic bean falls out. Right? Along with some money. Yeah. Right? And every time this happens, the plastic bean gets bigger and bigger and bigger until eventually it's like this like I described before, a massive deflated balloon like kind a of, bean bag. Yeah, 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 that kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Um, and slowly, like it starts getting bigger and bigger throughout the course of this film until it, it you know it, it manifests physically. Yeah. I think they're probably not interacting with it at all mm. as an animation. <laughs> it's just we're using it as a as a, as an allegory, kind of like you know, it, yeah, this yeah. is just a representation. It's, it's there. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> in my head, I've just been thinking this is the wrong title for this movie (laughs) this is is a title that a studio exec has given yeah to to like someone who wants to make um like colossal yeah you know where he's where you discuss like a serious issue yeah but have a very cartoonish yeah look at it um it's kind of like if if like the florida project (laughs) was attacked like like if that had a weird Ghostbusters-esque element <laughs> at the end of it yeah I think I think his, his, this is probably what's going to happen is that um, I think we have this person uh, let's say it's Florence Pugh yeah she's the one with the piggy bank she's the one who's been taking stuff out of it and she's from a poor family yeah and she like um uh she takes her maybe even in a silent prologue right with music playing over it like the start of Up yeah right she takes her piggy bank to a bank Mm. and she's like shows him that she's looked into it before and there's nothing in it yeah right I think this is even an animated intro okay right we're gonna cut to real life in a minute yeah when when Florence Pugh's older but she takes her uh, her piggy bank to a, a banker and uh, she's like, you know, I've, it's it's empty. And then the banker, played by um, Rowan Atkinson, let's say, yeah, and, no, let's ben say Mendelssohn, sure, big business, big business, ben. ben, yeah, like goes all right, and then and then turns it over, and money comes out of it, yeah, along with this single red, <laughs> uh, bean. Little, this single red bean. I, I I like the growth aspect of it, like the the. Been growing into this like big 
thing. Yeah. Kind of like at the end of the film Evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you remember that movie. Yeah, absolutely. I do remember that movie. Um, the big giant starfish. Yeah. Um, but I also like the image of dollar bills walking like the mops from um, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes. Like, she's like, what gets you in debt? Let's, because I think I think she can wake up one night during a nightmare and just see these dollar bills walking <laughs> from like her her wallet. <laughs> And out, out of the door. Well, I mean, like, like in in America, medical bills. Medical bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medical bills. You got like, uh, sort of, her car breaks down. Yeah, you know, she's got to pay for that. Um, like she's uh, behind on rent, so mm. that's doubling down and all that kind of thing. And so, uh, and and I think she's like, you know, she's working uh, a, a fairly average job. So, so at the beginning, we got this bean. Yeah. Right. Because she's borrowed money from the bank. Yeah. Like, he's gone, oh, here you go. You got that's to, to go to college. Yeah, that's go, to go to college. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. We've got that bean yeah. there. That's yeah. her first bit of debt. Yeah. That is tiny. You can hard, you hardly notice it. Yeah. Um, same with student debt. Of course. Tiny. Hard. You can you hardly can, notice it. You can hardly notice it. You can it. hardly notice it. It is not tiny. <laughs> it, it, is, it is definitely not tiny. However... <laughs> I've been successfully ignoring it thus far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's been accruing interest even though they said it wouldn't. It keeps getting mentioned. <laughs> this interest keeps getting mentioned. I'm not sure how I'm going to pay it. What's brill, Tom, yeah. is that I think we've got about 10 years until it's just written off. <laughs> exactly well this is the thing they might change it yeah, so it's might, like yeah. you can't write it off anymore that's that's the nightmare that we all live under <laughs> and it's the nightmare that Florence Pugh is living under okay um, like you said it's a bean that yep. you just can't really do much about but it's there it's tiny and yep. it's it's. and also and the reason we're gonna the way we're gonna get these dum did dum you know they, they were gonna yeah. get the mop dollar bills in <laughs> right is I just love the idea of these get dollar the, bills the, with little arms little legs is that Dollar bills keep like um, almost uh, like a pseudopod on mm. a on a on a uh, piece of bacteria or something yeah. sloughing out <laughs> of this red thing as it grows. Yeah, and as they leave, the red thing gets visibly bigger because debt, of course, accrues more debt, and those things are just money walking out of the house. They're like going bum 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 bum, and they're like when she wakes up. Only to realise that these dollar bills are like following ants. She rushes through the house, right? Yeah. Like following ants and w- looking at these dollar bills walking along and where they're going, and she follows them all the way like back to the bank. Yeah. And it and it's like you know she's she's losing money without even doing anything now. And and I, in my head, I've just been thinking, where it like what thematic what thematic place is this going? Yeah. Because this can go into sort of an Anne Randian sort of like. It's should have, should have earned the money. No, 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 no. The end of this is the um, the the debt of her yeah. and other like-minded people yeah. amalgamating Destroying, together to yeah. smash the bank open. Well, this is this is the thing. Um, like I thought it was like an Anranian tale in which sort of like oh you should have. It's like personal responsibility. Yeah, yeah. personal responsibility. However, because yeah. these are all because I was just like 
we can make Florence Pugh a kind of Anne Hathaway and Colossal yeah. thing, where is she is actively going out and she's just making too much, right? making yeah. bad decisions. Yeah. No, she's making all the right decisions. Yeah. She's just getting into worse and worse debt <laughs> yes. because of the Lovecraftian nightmare <laughs> is. that is capitalism. Exactly, and it and it weighs mm. it, and the Lovecraftian themes of this, yeah. like obviously join up with these nightmares that she's having <laughs> exactly. of these dollar bills going into this just just diving into this bean <laughs> like a giant bean bag and just getting absorbed while these while this giant grows thing grows, yeah. grows and grows and grows and uh and like again like like the color out of space like it's just sort of part of this house that yes. she lives in. Yeah, yeah, it starts growing like almost like a tumor. Yeah, it's sort of like it's it's it, the, the 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 roof has lifted off as this as this bulbous side is 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 spreading out. And it's cut off the electricity. Exactly, and it's cut off the gas. <laughs> exactly, and the roof's broken, and she's got to pay more to fix that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just money. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. We get that music. Is this uh, is this a silent movie like a Fantasia situation? <laughs> <laughs> we can put dialogue in it, but it, it, I think this does lend itself to be a silent movie. Yeah. Um, in which we just have these things happen. We just show, don't tell very much. Like, yeah. Um, like you said, at the end of the movie, yeah. we realise that everyone else in a neighbourhood <laughs> has also got... The, and all these houses just collapse. Just start... Oh, and of course, because people hide their debt. Yeah. Right. So she, to, as people are walking past, mm. she's like stuffing it into the basement, like pushing bits of it down, yeah. and like it, 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 it kind of slowly retracts out of the roof and, and isn't showing anymore, right? Yeah. And she realizes at the end that, like, you know, her next door neighbor Rowan Atkinson has been doing that all his life. <laughs> you really want to get Rowan Atkinson in this movie? Been thinking about him. He's cool. Um, <laughs> Uh, like her neighbor Rowan Atkinson he's downtrodden he's sort of like you know um, he, he's sort of this guy who's been in this situation all his life mm. and um, he like is the one who like stumbles across her debt and she's like trying to hide it and she's embarrassed about it mm. and then he like he says oh come round <laughs> and then he opens the door and there is a tiny front porch yeah. in which he's got a kettle and like <laughs> a, a, a one seat and the rest, and the rest just, of the house is just there it's just it's just <laughs> animated it's, animated it's like those sort of punk animations you know like the sort of veins and yeah yeah, yeah absolutely um, like eyes bulging out and stuff um the question is should we personify the, this animation and should it be played by Danny DeVito <laughs> <laughs> um I think the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know why there was a question there. So this is going to be... Uh, there, there is going to be... Word, like, there is going to be a script script to this. There yeah, is, yeah. There's going to be spoken word and it's going to be like, oh, where are you sending me? Ah, bye. And then, like, as she pushes him into the basement... <laughs> om nom 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 nom. I love money. <laughs> Give me more. Give me more, Florence Pugh. <laughs> And uh, I kind of like. Do you know what? I kind of like the idea that. That's right. Go out and break your arm. <laughs> How much will that cost you? I kind of like the idea that the debt isn't actually the villain here. Yeah. Like it's the people. Like, like it's that's just a an um like a um. <laughs> it's like a an unstoppable force. Well, this is where the Lovecraftian yeah. thing comes in. Yeah. Because like you, you'll find like 
it's it's just uncaring. It does like with Lovecraftian stuff. It's uncaring. It just does what for me it's there to do. For me, I see this as a um, you know when in those movies where there's a pet in the house and it keeps doing things unexpectedly, mm. right? It's causing chaos unexpectedly. Yeah, Marley and me. Yeah, yeah. Like just just any anything where there's a pet or you know Captain Jack Sparrow or whatever, right? Like um, <laughs> right. Any... Captain Jack Sparrow compared to a dog. <laughs> any chaotic element. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Stitch is in the background, just messing things about, biting e. through things. Eating, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the same, but for but for um, but for Danny DeVito in this case. <laughs> he's like he's like, oh, where are you sending me by? As as, as 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 like she pushes him like down the toilet because friends are coming over. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> I was gonna say, I think the sort of crooks would be a party in which it all goes wrong because this deck keeps. Bul- bulging yeah, out of exactly things, smashing and he's got plates. Down to his face, and he's like, "Hey!" Uh, and he, as, as he sort of like bobs back and forth as this gelatinous creature. <laughs> this is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and better yet, I think we don't acknowledge that this is debt for a, a lot of the movie. Yeah. We don't call him debt. We don't say this is Guillermo del Toro, by the way. Yeah. Um. Uh, is is the is the director here because we are going to set this up to be debt and if you look at the film uh, with a step back you can tell it's debt but at no point are we saying hey this character's debt and I'm the manifestation of your debt yeah, I'm yeah. going to take your money no, it's no. just like he just keeps, never referred to keeps as, making as problems debt, and but... gets bigger whenever something financially difficult happens yeah yeah I, I think and I, I do while I do like the dollar bills going I think this might be a dream sequence yeah um, the a dollar fully bills, animated dream sequence yeah fully animated dream sequence the dollar bills sort of jumping into the into the debt mass a fully animated dream sequence that you can't tell it's fully animated because it's silhouettes yeah for the very start of it so a light is on in the background you can see almost like it's, it's it, you know mm. you know when there's a lamp in a mirror um, and you can just about see what's going on as someone passes in front of this mirror in the dark. Yeah. That's what's happening. And you see, you start to see these these single dollar bills going like past, walking walking past and you see, and slowly you start to realise that this isn't actually a just a, this isn't just a side lit version of Florence Pugh doing things in a perfect silhouette. This is an animated silhouette of Florence Pugh doing things. Like you try, like you, you mocap her entire performance yeah. and then fully map it onto hand-drawn animation so that it slowly gets more fluid and animated as you go along. It, it becomes it becomes like the uh, Deathly Hallows animation yes. from, uh, from Harry Potter. It becomes shadow puppetry as you go along. Yeah, as, as, yeah. It, it becomes more and more dreamlike. And like I said, the, the, more, the more I like the idea of the, the dollar bills sort of going in and it being very much like this is debt, yeah. I, it, can, it can be cut. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like yeah. it's it like you you your your mind can match. Yeah, the more she gets in debt, the bigger Danny DeVito grows. Yes, and 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 you know, like I do kind of think that part of this feels kind of Ghibli. You know, like this this unmanageable, expanding, inflatable thing is very uh, is a very ghibli feeling of like things being too big and things being fleshy and pouring out of stuff. I really like this. It's it's you can give it to Cronenberg. Yes, as well. Like this is a very Cronenberg <laughs> idea. Um, I would give this to Del Toro, Cronenberg, <laughs> or indeed Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and. And I really love this idea, <laughs> and I'm just smiling because I remembered the title. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, here's the thing, right? 
all the way through, because that's the title of the movie. Yeah. All the way through, we think that Florence Pugh, we have it teetering over her, right? The house is teetering over her. The debt is teetering over her. Like Danny DeVito is just constantly threatening to just overwhelm. Oh, yeah. and, and we have shots from below where he's tear, peering above, if you know what I mean. Mm. It doesn't say who is crushed by the weight of my giant debt. It's, it's everyone. Everyone, including the banks. Yeah. Like, like if she doesn't just doesn't pay it back, the, <laughs> the 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 bank goes under, and that's kind of the thing is that essentially these debts. One night, the, this debt just sort of starts getting up and walking and just heading into the city and just smashing things, and and shops start shutting and and like people yeah. are boarding up their houses and that sort of thing. <laughs> well, that that's the thing. It's it's not just her debt. Yeah, like everyone's debt. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's debt is just destroying the city because that's what it does yeah that's what capitalism does it, it slowly it's destroys all everything all played by Danny DeVito all played by Danny DeVito and as they meet like like bulbs in a lava lamp uh, like bits of wax in a lava lamp as they meet they conglomerate into this yeah like capital debt <laughs> it, it will just destroy society yeah I think that's uh, that's what we we go with. Yeah, I think that's, so. that's how it ends. Yeah, just this city destroyed. Yeah, but everyone's fine. <laughs> Everyone, as they watch this entire city like brought down, yeah. um, th- like the- Flor- Florence Pugh and Rowan Atkinson and, and and the people in the neighborhood are all sat outside having a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, but like as this as this debt slowly just dis- like collapses in on yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's just fine. <laughs> it, it walks out into the sea and just yeah, goes away. At the end of the day, <laughs> it was just imagine. Yeah, it was imaginary. It was imaginary. <laughs> and so, that's uh, that's yeah, that's that's crushed by the weight of my giant debt. <laughs> cr- crushed, uh, crushed by my cartoonishly large, cartoonishly debt. large debt. Thank you, Connor with an O, for that title. Um, <laughs> I hope that you are feeling better about your. Uh, debt however large or small <laughs> or cartoonishly large or whether or not it's played by Danny DeVito yeah the, uh, the kaiju for the fifth time on this podcast it might have make you feel better about your debt if you just imagine it as Danny DeVito yeah so someone you can hang out with have you have you did you notice Tom by the way that this is the fifth time we've had Danny DeVito as a kaiju on this podcast I'm only five yeah <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm sure it's more. Yeah, it might, it might well be. I think, I, as from my re- recollection, it's five. But you know, it's um, it could be more. Answers on a postcard, please. How many times do you think the Life to Fitch podcast has had Danny DeVito as a kaiju? <laughs> oh, that's a question not many podcasts can ask. <laughs> So thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week and uh, thank you to Connor who gave us the main title. Um, Remember to share the podcast as we've said. Remember to go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. Give us your titles. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Share the podcast uh, on social media and uh, just with your friends as well tell them about it tell them where they can find it I, yeah. I, I did that the other day someone asked me about it someone asked you about it yeah, that's so, a rarity I know so, someone said you mentioned a po- you keep mentioning a podcast what is this <laughs> and I'm just like ah oh, it's this and uh yeah, hopefully, hopefully they're listening to it right now yes and uh it, it's really helpful especially given that um 
the podcast doesn't have any kind of marketing budget so um like you and word of mouth and us are really the only way that we we can have that so uh that's that's pretty helpful whenever someone asks about a podcast for you to uh, for you to send them our way. Um, but if you want to help out with Life's a Pitch podcast having a marketing budget, then you can always go over to uh, to the patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast, which is where we are crowdfunded by you guys. Um, the podcast keeps going because we can afford to keep it going because um, uh, people give us a little bit of money, like a tiny amount of money each month um, the, to, uh, to, to keep doing it and the best part is you get your name read out on the podcast as well as um, some bonus content if you uh, if you want to go to that kind of uh, to get go to those lengths I will uh, now read out the names of everyone who uh, patronises the podcast um, of course um, these are all their real names and I don't <laughs> want you laughing at any of these real names Tom I'll try my best not to Brandon Spanky Mills Ross Originals and his <laughs> 400 baby dragons waiting to be plot relevant. Mr. Bisque, we're getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past. Jeremy Elkayam, Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand. Pime Trimester, the timeulator is detecting a second time warp, and it's not us. James Delaney, Brames D. Tom Kayam, we can't stop the Wusk heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? Will he answer our call? 400 approacheth. All will rise. All will pall. Frankly, this name thing is getting silly. We need more normal names, like Joseph Hegarty. Pentvis, come quickly. Paulvin is appearing all over the sodding time screen. What do we do? If you need to speak to your lobster, ask Cancermancer. He can talk to crabs. Jimmy, you're right. The Bisque Vengers are coming along nicely, but we're a bit too safe for work. We need Alex NSFW. Carl, not only are you immune to jumbling, but your bone marrow seems to reverse jumbulation. We have to harvest you. Nikki H, cracking the digital mainframe? That doesn't mean anything, Davy. Why don't you just try a forgotten password request? Riley! Matt, here's a pitch. It's a podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each either. Eden MW, Tom, by Jove, you've cracked it. Send it to the podcast printy press thing and get us on Spotify. So thank you to all of those real people with real names. Yep. Um, and uh, and uh, we really appreciate your patronage. Some sometimes I think people who might want to go on our Patreon listen to that list and go, oh god, what if my name's incorporated into into <laughs> the, the to the other name? Yeah. yeah. What, if, what if the people before and after me start riffing on my name? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's all fun here. Yeah. <laughs> it is all fun. Um, now, uh, we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out to people who've given us a title based around an existing title and just, uh, just had a bit of fun with it. This week, we've given it to two people. Oh, a joint trophy. Yeah, because one... You can snap right, it in half yourselves. Two different two different reasons. Yeah. Uh, one is... I was like, oh, it's very, 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 very clever uh, because it's a film not many people have watched. It's, right, uh, I see. Considered considered one of the one of the sort of uh, most intelligent movies I see uh, ever made, um, I believe. And um, the other one is pledging a little bit to, to a, my a own big fart joke. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, is pledging a bit to to my own sentimentality. Mm-hmm. This preface speech has become about as long as a yeah. prequel to an actual award giving out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe just cut all that out. Um, I'm just imagining you stood on stage with a with a with an envelope yeah. and going, 
This category, the Yes Very Clever Award, is um, uh, where someone's had a rift on an existing title or just had a bit of fun with it. Now, in this case, <laughs> we are looking at the genre um, in which there are there are intelligent jokes and then there are uh, fart jokes. Uh, and Comedy <laughs> films make us laugh when we are in the lowest of the lows or if we're just wanting to get a high. Uh, these can be with jokes of, of a... Uh, of a toad nature or, or very high high brow <laughs> uh, intelligent jokes that uh, that will just make you chuckle a bit and uh, really really try to brighten your day uh, so um, without further ado without, <laughs> without further ado we'll be presenting the award uh, which is made from uh, <laughs> uh, so from Tiger Natch Glass uh, we've got Rasho Pokemon. <laughs> and from Ross Originals, we've got The OC. Wait. <laughs> I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Wait. <laughs> Remember who pitched it? 